previously on Attempted Adventure. Nice to meet you, Billy. I'm Urid. I kind of love him. This coat is ragged, missing large chunks of fabric from its hem. Okay. Um, and dirty and torn. Theo was on the mission to collect the bird, and he was the only survivor. Still managed to get the coat. We will absolutely steal that coat. Tears well up again, and it, it starts reaching out for the jacket. Its muscles loosen as it's no longer needing to fight off this energy. Roll up the velvet. Roll up. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'm opening the door as they do that. Billy and Mido cautiously take them to him, and you both spot a large black and white eye floating in the center of the room and the moment you spot it it spots you and it vanishes that was a scry you're on your own find me later and he closes the oh door oh my god you guys have ruined everything red static fills the room you hear the crunch of gravel from around the corner and through the open doorway comes a figure wearing a red cloak Welcome back, adventurer. Are you ready to give it a try? He resembles Orid to a T. <gasps> but he's wearing this flashy, deep red coat with a leather mask protruding from underneath that you see is like polished red leather in the shape of a beak and like these kind of like black shaded goggles over it. Like those masks. Plague Doctor yeah. mask. Kind of like a Plague Doctor mask, but more close to like a masquerade mask, you know, those like oh, bottomless yeah, yeah. masquerade oh. masks. Yeah. So he steps forward and as he lifts this mask above his head, uh, it looks exactly like Orid. But with no accent. And, but with no accent. Um, and you can kind of see under his cloak, he's wearing these strange clothes. Same age as Orid. Yep. Or older. Okay. Can I Just call about, out yep. Orid? What's that you? No, I'm Diru. Diru. <laughs> 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 Oh god. <laughs> Jamie's like, fuck, that was his name. Now I have to go up with something Please. really quick. No. No. He you you call out Orid and he he's taken aback and he's like, How how the fuck do you know my name? Who are you? It's a long story. I'm sorry. We're like there's your a best fourth person here. Yeah, there's remember. a false one. You've met me, don't worry, it's fine. Where are the Royal Academy students? Did they come with us? The one that came with us? Uh, no. You So oh. when you teleported, uh, Mido still had his arms in a headlock, um, but the student is gone. So now I'm just flexing. <laughs> he's just like, he's just flexing. <laughs> I'd say to, I say to uh, American Urid, uh, we, we're like your best <laughs> friends. Have we're you now or have you ever owned a, a what's Kick it, a flip stick? Flip stick, kick, kick slip, kick stick, kick, kick slip. Stick. It's a kick stick. Almost there. Kick yeah. 
stick. Yeah, you got there eventually. I'm proud of you. In the other dimension, we're like your best friends. We hang out all the time. You you think that we're super cool, and there's a lot of mutual respect just... between us. Do you know what, Mido? Mr. <laughs> what is your name? Ored, you just said it. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> it's been a long day. I thought you were, but oh, no, no, no. Never mind. I'm sorry. Where are you speaking from? Who am I addressing and how? Oh, I'm invisible for the next uh, 40 minutes. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Uh, we are from somewhere else, obviously. Uh, we have many questions. We are going to need your help. Uh, you are Consider yourself recruited. We are part of us now. Oopsies. Uh, I don't... I feel like... You have the opposite of uh, understanding of what's happening right now. Hey, he's never stopped what me before. What is happening right now? That's exactly what I want to ask you because you come, you appear magically. Yes. First fucking instance of obvious death wish. I second, don't, okay. Second, you know my name. Uh, that is true. And you, you act like we name. know each other and you act me, ask me about kicksticks. Do you know, does that mean something <laughs> do to you? you? Do you no. know kickstick? How could I not? It's my family business. How could I not? He made it in America. Can I buy one? How much are they? I I left that life a long time ago. What? Do you also have a penchant for Miller High Life? Because last we saw you, you were really passed out. That's true. I don't. I uh, the job takes too much out of me. I don't drink. Um, Is your father named? Maybe that was a young Greek version of you. I mean, it's a family name, but it skipped a generation. My father is not named Orid. Ah, so your grandfather, or perhaps we know your grandpapa. Anyways. I need to ask you what is happening, because you are using a lot of magic, and that makes me very nervous. Is and it if illegal you don't want to die... Yes! It's, how is this going over your head? It is so illegal! To be fair, Brother. we didn't do the magic. It just kind of happens to us sometimes. That seems actually impossible. I'm, I'm telling the truth. Make an insight check. Insight me. So, or dimensions. Are so. we doing any magic right now? Should we stop? The only magic that's happening right now is that uh, JP has a potion happening on him that is going to wear off in an hour. Okay, magic stopped, except for the invisibility, but that's going to yeah, wear off. We won't and, like, do it honestly, yeah, that's, it's limited. Don't worry. No It'll one's going to even soon. notice. It's fine. Where? Are you I'll guys, just be quiet. Are you guys from a bordering country? What's happening? We got no, we traveled through time and or dimensions. Yes, man. That, it happens. I'm going to make an insight check for him. Yeah, he believes you. He can see that you're telling the truth uh, and he is flabbergasted by it. Um, and he says, did you? When did you? I'm sorry. Chronomancy has been a long, long dead technique and um magic school when did you come from do you know well that's i I think it was a wednesday was magic regularly used in your time oh yes i am currently using magic from our time yeah well i can tell that Ooh, isn't it spooky that's like my whole class man i was like made out of it or something i know you hear distant rubble shifting and footsteps on rocks and and debris um, and you hear from down the hall, Orid, did you find anything? Who are you talking to? Um, oh, God, Orid it's an anime rival. <laughs> I can tell by the voice. Orid looks at the three of you and uh, kind of like contemplates for a second and then calls back. I think I have some new recruits. We'd better get back to HQ. Do you, if you don't want to die, I know this is cliche. If you don't want to die, 
You should come with me. Come with me if you want It's to the play. other way around. We you... will go with you so you do not die. I don't... Yeah, we'll be... I don't think you understand the gravity of the situation. We'll be though. your bodyguards for you if you need us we to will... be. We will protect yeah, you. Just okay. pay, pay me in kick sticks, though. I need one. Oh, my God. Can we all have kick sticks? I don't want a kick stick. I don't have any... I just told you I left that family business behind. I don't have kick sticks. Oh, right. Turn around and we go don't, back. Like, even it's have fine. Any we get there. Like... Oh, Christ. You do not understand the situation. No, okay. probably not. I'm never drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this is one hell of a hangover. No, actually, uh, it's afternoon, so... Oh, yeah, you're good. Yeah, okay. You're sobered the hell up. I ate all the bagels. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, are you guys following Orin? Yeah. 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 He leads you out, and uh, everybody make another perception check as you, oh, as you so exit to school. These. 17. 14. 13. 15. This school is ruins. There are chunks of wall missing, doorways smashed, debris everywhere. It seems like pretty picked clean um, as far as like furniture and and any small item goes. Uh, As you descend the stairs, there are large gaps in the stone stairs that you need to kind of hop over and help each other through. And as you exit the school, you don't exit onto a large, well-manicured green campus you exit out into a similarly dark ruin wasteland. And as you look around and look up, there are metal pillar structures dotted all around you off through the horizon, holding up a black stone ceiling that caps off any tall building taller than four stories. We're in a Stephen King novel. So uh, yeah, you are exiting out into this like closed off version of Markon where you cannot see the sky. There are large metal pillars holding up a stone ceiling above the city. Um, and there are cavens and like demolished buildings and rubble to your left and to your right. And like some buildings still stand. Some streets are sort of cleared, but mostly it's all in ruin. And Orid says, are you practicing chronomancers? No, again, yeah. it just sort of happens to us sometimes. What is- We're on a quest. Okay, I guess let's save this. We're helping a magical deity? She's a yeah, bell. pretty serious. Looks okay. like you. Looks like you may be a worshiper. Kind of a big deal. You're helping a bird? You're helping a bird that looks like this? Yes, magical like bird. Okay, we need to talk about this when we get back to the to the. Yeah, not exactly like that. It actually looks really sexy in its new coat, but you ah, know. I did not see the coat. So, he leads you back through Markon to a section of derelict sewage tunnels that intersect with a large portion of an old neighborhood where a street above caved in, and um just kind of like closed it off to this area around it. You kind of have to climb over a large mound of rubble to get into it. But once you get into it, there's like eight or nine buildings that some of which are like missing a wall here and there, but have been like temporarily closed off with tapestries and things like that. It's like a functioning small town in this like section of rubble that leads into these gigantic ribbed metal pipes in the wall. Like this one... Sorry, one big gigantic ribbed metal pipe in the wall um, that has like a very soft stream of water coming out of it. And they've kind of dug a trench around the town so that the water flows out and around town. 
does not smell great. And as he leads you in and through this very small, like, acting town, there are many other people here, some of whom are wearing these kind of deep velvet red cloaks. You see these masks set down on tables or, like, up on people's heads or around their necks, um, and people are staring at you. And the one thing that you can tell from this whole thing is you so do not fit in, not even with the red cloaks, but with, like, the clothing, the hairstyles, you are wearing, like, your classic, like, leather armor, your, like, good traveling shoes. Pretty much everything you own is handmade somewhere, somehow. These people are wearing, like, these strange woven denim pants that all look very similar. They're wearing these, Sick. like, short-sleeved shirts with, like, these, like, colorful decals on them, but they're dirty and torn. Your clothing just, like, don't look the same. And Ord leads you to a house uh, that is pretty much all well standing that's lit inside and you enter with him and it's it's pretty bare bones there's a table there's some chairs and you can see from this room which is kind of like a kitchen and dining room into another room where there are like cots set up um, and like bedrolls laid out and he sits you down at this table and you are alone together and he says you said that you are helping a bird that looks like this. What, yes. What does that mean? It means what we say. There's a bird. We are helping it. It's big. It's tall. Mm. It's like six and a half, seven feet tall. It's taller than me. It's red. She came from the sky. She yeah, bird from the sky. She crashed, we think. And, uh, she's magic. She left some feathers and cloth behind. We followed the trail to her. She's maybe the she reason that we get... Unstuck in time sometimes. She was attacked by spiders and is currently not feeling well. She is a god, or maybe not. I feel bad. We don't have answers. I know you want them. I got nothing. He's sitting There's silently cannibals. listening to you. What? She's got a pocket oh, watch. That's a good question. Are you guys cannibals? Oh. Oh, see. No. Okay, very good. Very good. He has, like, so far sat silently listening to you all rattle off, like, shorthand facts about the bird. And he kind of, like, thinks for a few moments and just listens, ponders on what you've said. And he says, Give me one second. And he walks away uh, into the room with the bedrolls and things like that. And um, through the doorway, you can kind of see him sifting through some, some things lined up on a. Uh, uh, old wooden bookshelf and he pulls out a thin flat like large square book like nine by nine flat square book and he brings it out and sets it down on the table and illustrated on the front cover is a red bird wearing a like kind of like a kenku like it's drawn like it's a kenku and it's wearing like a burlap sack uh with a hood over its head and it's carrying a large hourglass over its hip and it's smiling. It's it's like goofily illustrated, like it's meant to be seen and read by children. And he points at it and he says, this, the red bird, the harbinger of change, you know, the harbinger of change, she's real. That looks like an illustration of her. It looks like, yeah, like a shitty children's illustration of her. In yeah, well, she definitely looks, like, more she majestic. Yeah, it's, it's better in person. And she f just fell from the sky, and now all of a sudden your time's all fucked up? Yes. Well, yeah. That, I mean, we're expecting to get more details. That's 
Yeah, we'll put it this way. We're fairly certain we are not here permanently, and eventually we are going to oop, disappear, and we will be back and help the bird some more. Do you have any control over that? No. Mm, no. no. Unless we see a like wall of red static, and then we could go through it, maybe, and not get hurt, or maybe get hurt. Again, it's not really, uh, we're not really sure yet. It's not a science. No, we yeah, we do not have this yeah. down to a science. You, have you guys feathers? got feathers? We can get through it, I think, if ah. we got the feathers. Yeah. I don't know. I had a feather, and I still got hurt one time. I got some feathers. Good. I got some sand. Yeah, I think we're good. We just got to find the static again. We're Love probably, my sand. We probably just have to like do something narratively succinct with you, and then we'll be able to get back. <laughs> he is kind of looking all around at you like flabbergasted. Do you understand that ch- this is a children's fairy tale? This is a fairy tale. Like these, This book isn't real. Well, it's yeah. pretty the real. Book to is, us. Is the book may not I be real, but I uh, suspected that I would be a hero that survives the test of time. So that makes sense. Am I not invisible yet? Is it like an hour? It has not been an hour. It was oh not God. like an hour trek to here. It was probably like thirty-five minutes total. It's on like if you were looking at the regular okay. Markon map, it's on the like the f- almost southwestern side of town. Okay. Yeah. It's gonna be well, so like, great. Also, dude, you're wearing a bird mask, so clearly you think there's some fact in here, right? Ah, that's true. Why do you wear the, the, that outfit? Because times in Lestal are tough. Lestal? Yeah, Lestal, the country. Where... No, no, we're from a different one. It's called something kind of different. Lestestriel. It's fine. Lestestriel. Lestal used to be Lestethriel. Yeah, that's where we're from. Yeah, we uh, Lestal acquired neighboring countries and counties and became Lestal uh, about 600 years ago. Oh, oh my God. All right, time. bird. I would like to go back now. I don't want to be 600 years in the future. So we wear the robes because Lestal is in a time of turmoil yeah. And we need change, and we wear the robes as a signature of being the harbingers of change ourselves. We lead a rebellion against the public servant. Yeah, so you believe Who in it metaphorically, you can't believe in it like figuratively, or like, really? Literally. We never thought that there was even a possibility that it was real. It was a children's story, a well-known children's story. Ah, uh, there's a kernel of truth to everything, isn't there? It's... Uh. It's he's like losing his mind. It's crazy to him that you are telling him that this bird from a children's story that he grew up with and based his entire rebellion around is real. Oh, and he's, he's, he's kind of cool like for freaking you, right? out. It's like a good. Well, thing. He's not freaking out. He's keeping his composure, but he's like, he doesn't think that you understand how insane this is to him. Um, and he's you asked him who the public servant was, and he says, um, almost a millennium ago, Lestethriol went from a kingdom to a democracy. And that democracy has uh, formed and changed into what Lestal is now. And in the last few governances, the newest public servant has outlawed magic and has been in power for 25 years. Ah, so it's not a democracy anymore. Tough break. That is, yes. Many people will tell you it still is. It is not anymore. Wait, what about is it a democracy powers? if the world looks like it's been kicked? I don't know what that is. I do, I do I, something. I just do a backflip. It doesn't use key at all. I just do it, though. He just does was there, it. Was there magic in that? No, he just you likes to me. look cool. <laughs> I wink. The magic is in his heart. 
tell me. You said you knew another Orid. Yes. Yes. How long was the Kickstick Company, had it been established when you met him? Oh, he, he had, had just nuts. made it. He had the only one. You well, met like, the original Orid? Yeah, he's pretty oh, fucking Oh, your sick. grandfather! We were very he was well, not grandfather. He, he, he was like, he, yeah, he, he loved that I was a he satyr. Was, he had never seen a satyr before. That's... The original Orid invented the first kickflip, kick, kickstick. <laughs> I did this. I'm sorry. Well, he did the first kickflip too. You should have seen that. He was pretty sick. I didn't love him, but he was pretty cool. Gave us plus two charisma. He invented it. 998 years ago. Ah, that's pretty close. That's where we're from, by the way. That's that's the target time. Oh my god. Yeah, we were very close with him. He thinks we're cool. I don't mean to disparage you, but uh, is there someone in charge we could talk to? That's me. Oh, okay, I I got you. Yes, I lead the rebellion. And thank you. Pleasure to meet you. I get that a lot. I mean, we have one oil painting left from the time when he was alive but he was much, much older, harder to discern the, uh, the, like, you know, features, but I'm told that I look a lot like him. Never believed it until now. That's a good oil painting. Who did that? I want to commission them when we get back. I mean, it's been kept in, like, you know, pressurized vaults and things to keep it alive Ah. and all that stuff. You know, you know, Could have just used magic for that, you know? Could have just just used magic, that's true. We did for many, many years, but not so much lately. Why do the magic users not simply get rid of the public servants? There is a ban on magic that has terrified this society for decades. People are banished. People are sentenced to death if the use of magic is deemed so vile. But mostly people just go to prison for a really long time. And the fucked up part is that city up there runs on elemental power and these people who are not allowed to use magic in their daily lives have to use power drawn from elementals in these large mills and powerhouses there's a city up up above the black uh, nightmare yes uh newstoria is built on top of old mark on kingsland i'm sorry newstoria newstoria the capital city of lestal I'm sorry. I realize I'm saying this to you as if you would know. You are literally coming from a new governance of Mark on Kingsland. Yeah. Man. So, okay. The gravity of this situation I is understand. hitting me. <laughs> the gravity of the situation is hitting me now. Also, you've just told me that a story, a children's storybook character that I've based an entire rebellion on is real and chronomancy exceeds expectation. This well, uh, even... listen, it exceeds our expectation, too. I didn't think we would be a million billion years in the future, and here we are. Well, a thousand. I, I know numbers. So where's the where's the public servant? Should I kick him in half? Ah, that's true. We could fight the public servant. Well, no, we probably couldn't. That's, it's, it, it would never be that easy, especially for four people who are not from this time. There's so much complexity in the situation. As you guys are talking and Orid is kind of like trying to start explaining the like real nitty gritty of the situation. Political intrigue of yeah. Lestal. Another person comes in and uh, he he walks in and you all right off the bat see that he's an older Air Genasi, probably around like 40 years old. Um, and he walks in. He's totally like battle worn, like scars on his face and like 
gruff and buff and he walks in and he's like Orid, man like i know you've got an important meeting going on in here but the people are really really nervous about the troop of four people dressed as like old-timey magic users that you just brought into the camp i'm sorry it, i'm he like addresses all of you and he's like i'm tolith judd um tolith judd. what's going on orid and uh orid looks up at him and he's like tolith i i i know i just we have to have a longer conversation I will come and address the group soon. And he looks at all of you and he's like, this is my right hand, Tolith. He basically helps me with all operations in the rebellion and the organization. Hello, Tolith. Hello and well met. Where the fuck? Where did that one come from? I forgot. I leaned out into um, Urid's ear and I'm like, I forgot I was invisible. Sorry. Yeah, I'm... Whoa. Ooh, that was my bad. Can I talk to him? Is it a secret? I mean, you're talking now. I'm whispering. (laughs) I was worrying into your ear, but I'm being loud, so it I, picks I up can, on the microphone. I can hear you. The smell is from the cheese. <laughs> That's me, totally. Oh, okay. Yes. I know. I realize most of my voice is what I'm trying to do. Deeper voices sound the same. <laughs> the smell comes from the cheese. He makes his own cheese, so that's why he smells like Well, the cheese, is, the cheese is back in the uh, carriage in a billion years ago. It's you fine. You guys have way. cheese it's still? Too- Hello, Tolly. Sorry to whisper. I am... Um, Jean-Pierre, oh, you don't know me either. Sorry, I Jean-Pierre, I will be quiet now. What the fuck is happening, Orin? Oh, I'm invisible. Sorry, I took a potion. It will go away soon. Are we gonna? Are they gonna track this? Are they gonna be able to sense this? Are they gonna come down here and get us? Orin says, "I don't, I don't think so." But if, uh, if it makes you uneasy, get someone in here to do an Arcana check on them and see see if the scanners will pick them up. And Tolith says, "Yeah, you're fucking right. I am. I'll be right back." And he leaves the room. And uh, Orid looks at you all and he's like, I'm sorry, I know Tolith is kind of abrasive. He just, uh, he was so personally affected by the magic ban at like a very formative age. And he has a huge vendetta against the public servant for it. It's okay. Yeah. I know this is an earth shattering thing. It's no big deal to me. I'm handling it perfectly fine. Yeah, I get it. I yeah. hate authority. Okay. I'm cool because I'm invisible, but in about five minutes, I'm going to have a very hard time with this. Yeah. So, what's up? I... Mm. You guys got any ale? What? Uh, ale? Have you seen any static anywhere? Red, sparkly, crickle, crickle. Crickle, crickle. Red. Crickle, crickle. That's what static sounds like. I, th- I thought I noticed a red flash right before I... Stumbled upon you guys, but I thought it was just my imagination. No, that you saw that. That was a red oh, flash. That was real. What? What is? What is the red? What does that mean? Bird magic. Bird, Bird magic. Okay. Bird magic. Have you seen it before ever? No, never. Not not until now. Ah shit. Oh. We have to find more bird magic so we can go home. Yeah. How did? You, are you guys ever able to like control that or? No. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. it happens. When we're sure scared, wish we could right well no, if that was true it would happen right now because i think we're all a little bit That's shitting true. our pants it's a good theory though that is a good theory but it didn't happen when uh we were walking with marsha what were we doing no, literally she was showing she was yeah, nothing. Yeah. there i so far there really isn't a lot of commonality between like moments that it happens marsha while she was showing us around the town yeah. The dragon, we didn't go back in time or forward in time, but the dragon came alive and only because that thing was on its horn. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And this is the third time we've really encountered it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it happened in the woods when we went from winter to uh, when we went from now to winter out again. Yeah. So kind of just when we're around, just yeah. us in general. Have you guys like? Have you been to Listal before? Have you been to New Listal, like New Storia and all? Oh, we came to a scary future where marauders tried to kill us. In horrible skull masks. Very ugly. They look like cultists. I was frightened. I mean, there are, for a long time, there were fringe cult groups doing a lot of bad shit. And then kind of... It happened in Conistry. Here's uh, kind of your map so far. So, Mark on King's Land is the base of New Storia. Um, and then it's just a little bit bigger now. It's taken on like the city to the east, some of the spider forest, obviously, um, and it's built up and over Old Markon. So it's raised. So there's like a definitive like hill into the city now from like bordering towns. Why? I mean, I'm sure we have so many questions for each other. As you guys are like sitting here talking, um, Tolith comes back in with a woman and uh, she's cool. She's like covered in these like very intricate tattoos. Uh, she's got her hair pulled back and she's wearing this like hooded, thick overshirt with a hood and like drawstrings on it. It's hoodie. Um, I did catch up yeah, to yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. And she comes in and told this is like, okay, use the scanner we stole last week to see if, if anything about them shows up. Um, and if the if the cops are gonna come after us, and she she kind of like looks around and she's like, "You said you said there were four of them," and he's like, "Yeah, the four Hello, ones fucking I'm invisible." Idea. She pulls out this like little metal box in her hand and she points it at all of you. I keep moving. Okay, and you, uh, I'm over here. Uh. You, you hear it kind of like softly chiming in her hand on like a rhythm. And uh, as she scans it over you, the rhythm doesn't change and the chiming doesn't differ. Um, And briefly, as it passes by JP, as he skips past it once, a chime blips a little higher and then it moves on. um, And she moves it back to try to catch him. But I stand still. uh, And she puts it on you and it blips just a little bit louder, um, not like crazy high. And she's like, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely picking something up. Is that is are you? Yes, this is me. Hello. Okay, so it's definitely going to pick up the invisible one. I won't be invisible long. Don't worry. Okay. I don't think that they would be able to get this read from above. I think that this read is only going to be available for them if they're able to come into camp and find us, which so far we're good. They haven't found this camp yet. So I think you're okay to just hold out here until you're not invisible anymore. Yeah, give you five minutes. I'll be back. She turns to Tolith and she's like, did this shit always happen before the ban? And he's like, no, this is weird. <laughs> no, this was weird back then too, don't worry. Thanks, thanks, Marcy, thank you. Uh, go go ahead and uh, put that back in in the vault. Yes, thank you, Marcy. Okay. Marcy, Marcy. Merci, Marcy. <laughs> uh, and that was she, good, I like that, thank you. you. She kind of gives one glance back at all, all of you and uh, leaves the room. And uh, Orid turns to you and he's like, "That's that's good to know." Uh, yeah. Yes. I I, I don't. The only good news we've all, had. Yeah, that's pretty much the only good thing we've heard for like months at this point. So what, th- thank I, you. 
what has brought you to this? What happened? I felt it like 15th time. I, we have no idea. That's a loaded question. Okay. Yeah. We were questing. We all we had things like about. Tripping at a concert and then. <laughs> I, I don't even know. Yeah, I got really good at karate because I had a chip on my shoulder. That was a big part of it, I feel like. So, how long do these usually last? Like, will you be gone soon? Can you. Uh, last Maybe. one was a few minutes. The one before that was like a few hours. How long were we in alternate Conistry? It was like a. Conistry was like an hour and a half, two yeah, hours. Right? Yeah, right. Okay. I wonder if we could give New Urid a rocky talkie, or would that be a waste? Like, leave it here and then see if we can. Do they connect over like dimensions and time? You don't know. That's a question. I bet it's unlimited data. It's grandfathered in to one of those old plants. Do you? Are you pulling them out? And like offering one to him, what are you doing? I don't know. I was just like, I that, vote that no. was like table talk. I'm not sure. That feels, those feel more useful for like amongst ourselves. Fair. I don't think we really need to like keep tabs on so hell. We can't use it. Lestethriel. Lestethriel. That's what I'm calling this place. <laughs> this is the bad place. This, this is, is the Lestal. bad place. Lestal fucked up. This is worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna. It's like. I don't want to waste our time here. Like, maybe we could do something to help this righteous rebellion out while we wait to encounter some red static. It's true. Uh, you guys need anybody true. kicked in half or anything? I mean, I do love rebellions. Yeah. We, I'm invisible for another, like, four minutes if you need something done. We were on our way. I mean, we were gearing up to... We were going to take down a major power plant. Oh, that's like my whole thing, Urid. Yeah, I really... love that. Do you need some bombs? I can make bombs for you. <laughs> Wait, I have a whole... You? I have several... Yes, I could make several thing. grappling hooks. I'm sure all of your many wild capabilities would come in super handy. But yeah. not dressed like that. So I feel like I want you to help me, but I need you to know... Magic is banned, and magic is scanned for. And oh. if you are caught using magic, you will be apprehended, arrested, or executed. Ah, that's okay. I can do magic. It's fine. Can I get a kickstick shirt? No. I want to wear the weird blue uh, the, the denim pants I see everybody in. They look comfortable. I'm Me sure. Too. Let's go through the um, the <sighs> spare clothes. Word leads you out of this little house and um, through the camp to another house that's kind of like much of the front has been ruined like it's out and it's just open and in here is like a big lost and found room of their collected items and he starts going through the clothes for you and he pulls out some jeans some denim pants some plain shirt some plain pullover sweatshirts like marcy was wearing um and he pulls out a bunch of just like plain modern street clothes for you ow Oh my god, that scared me. That also terrified me. Walking on sunshine. I'm into it. So uh, what, do you get, what do you think you each find in there? I think Mido finds a faded black t-shirt with a stick figure falling down that says, I do all my own stunts. Oh my oh! god. So this is like uh, relatively equatable to our clothing. Yeah, pretty cool. much. Billy wants to find a shirt that just says college. <laughs> what is that from? 
nothing in particular other than the last session we played where I was like, college. Okay. I'm trying to think of a, like, shitty Forever 21 shirt. It's, like, Like, almost cute. It's got, like, a cute design up the sleeves. But then when you turn it around, it says, bitches always hating. Yeah. (laughs) It has a picture of the Clorox wipe guy. What the (laughs) fuck? Mr. So clean? Forever 21. Yeah. But, okay, but I want that shirt. Oh, it's a, it says clean this, bitch. Yes. Oh, my God. I, new merch. <laughs> clean this, bitch. I don't think there is a Clorox wipe guy. I don't think there is. Are you no, thinking I'm Mr. Thinking Mr. Mr. Clean? clean. Uh, Mr. Clean. And it's so faded. Yeah. It's a crew neck. Yeah. That's it's- fantastic. I'm going to be, is there a hoodie? Mm-hmm. I'm taking a hoodie. Okay. Preferably uh, like a solid color. Mm-hmm. And muted. I don't want to be in anything like neon. Yeah, JP pulls the out chef's like a hat though, like a charcoal gray hoodie. Oh, what about the chef's hat, JP? The chef's hat's coming off. <gasps> I gotta blend in. You're the Mandalorian of the chef's hat. That was a. It's a very funny joke, but I absolutely am not sticking to that. <laughs> no way, no how. So yeah, yeah, JP, you've got on like a charcoal gray, like kind of a little bit dirty hoodie and um, jeans. Yeah, you've all got yeah. some like some variation of like torn jeans of different washes and you've all got your very silly t-shirts that you've pulled out whether they're your size or not um and orid says uh oh that's much better and i i assume that we've waited long enough for jp to have finally uninvisible which means you've been here over an hour or just under an hour can mido have fingerless gloves orid sees you looking through and he's like are you looking what are you looking for i don't wear the i want to find the other fingerless glove that goes with this fingerless glove you only find one fingerless glove all right put that one on also is there like a bandana or anything sure i want to steal that just tie it i mean just like i want to grab that yeah tie it around my neck okay so i'm guessing i don't have the key anymore oh to morgan well we have everything you still have it You've yeah, always you kept unlock- it on if your you unlocked body. the door, you would take it back out to open it. Like, you know, you've always you kept yeah. it on your person. So yeah, you still have the key. Should I try? But would it take oh. us to Morgan's house at always nine hundred and ninety eight years has- in the future? Oh shit. Well, there's not no harm in trying, right? Yeah, that's true. Unless there's a dragon on the other side. Well, then we close the door. I shut the door. <laughs> nope, wrong door. And oh. also Oops. using magic. They Sorry. said they monitor it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Do monitor magic. Yeah, but I mean, it's magic, but it's not. I don't know that that's that much more intense than like me being invisible. And that barely blipped. Teleportation? It's not teleportation. It's opening a multidimensional door. It's opening a portal. To that's allow pretty you, magical. also that's very magic. I'm going to be uh, the rogue selfish dick here for a second and say um, if it works, who fucking cares if they come down here? But if it doesn't, then there's nothing. Well, then we then just nothing happens in the first the place. What do you mean? No, they'll won't they detect it? No, if it doesn't work, then nothing happens. Oh, are you saying if we open the door and there's like, like yeah, if we get transport, like or it op- opens Morgan's a thousand year old door, then yeah, and it's then nothing, we go to his and then we like bring door. down magic but feds it, onto this refugee camp. Again, I don't care. JP is not worried about these people. I'm okay, very th- well, Billy I'm, is. I'm very thankful for the t- the sweatshirt. 
Thank you. For but that's where my gratitude ends. <laughs> JP is not a good person, people. I don't want to try it. Uh, I don't yeah, think maybe, it's a good idea. Maybe far away from the camp, I would try it. Yeah. When Orin is like standing there as you're having this conversation, are you having this conversation or is this table talk? I said it in voice. I don't know. And I didn't say anything in voice except for that last. Uh. Uh, I think I look at the key and Mido's like, don't do it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. So you guys put your like fantasy clothes away and your like backpacks and things. And Orid says, what were you? Were you at? The functioning Royal Academy before you transported here? Oh, yes. yeah. Amazing. I've, I'm going to meet up back up with some of my crew that was there because we were searching for old artifice things that could help us in our uh, attempt to break into the power plant. Would you like some help? Oh, real quick thought. I know we've already talked about the door, but in case this is a door to Morgan's house however long in the future. There is the possibility that that pocket watch is there and fixed because he would have had 900 years to do it. Oh, shit. And I don't well, know that the pocket watch moves things through time, but it did bring the skeleton of that dragon back to life. Well, did the bird create an alt timeline? These are all things we don't know. That's true. Uh, I just wanted to consider that possibility. Possibility considered. We can move on. <laughs> or you talk to your peeps. Okay. Will you be... I mean, don't wander off. Okay. Yeah, we're right here. Okay. Don't do any magic. Where's the kicksticks at? We won't. Oh, we don't have any down here. I'm going to look around just in case you're lying. Okay, well, don't... don't please don't leave the premises. We won't. Uh, and he walks off to go consult with the people who were with him at the Royal Academy, leaving you guys here kind of in the center of this little town. Can we check it out? Sure. What do you want to do? I want to investigate my surroundings. Okay. It's a nine. I got a four. Eight. I got a three. Jesus Christ. I have dark vision. Why is this happening to me? I mean, it's it's lit. They have like it's lit. There are lights. Like there are are lights strung up between the towns. Like they're it seems like they're somehow sapping this power from the grid above. They have lights in the homes um, that they've kind of wired themselves because obviously this is old Lysethriol and like there's not much room for modern technology in these houses. And you see people in the homes. You see the occasional person, like, in the street. There's, like, a, a big campfire happening up the road a little bit. It's just, like, a quiet, uncomfortable refugee camp with four newcomers wearing ancient clothing. No, wait. No, we're wearing... Well, I mean, not anymore, but, you know, they saw you. Is it where that restaurant was where we went for brunch? Slimby's? Slimby's! I don't remember what you rolled, JP. But yes, <laughs> you're standing around, you're investigating the area around you, <laughs> and you see that you are just a block over from a very familiar part of Marcon. <laughs> and across the street, past a big chunk of rubble, you see a decrepit, hand-painted wooden sign just rotting to hell that says, Schlimb. 
I love Where's the bees? that this place has lasted 1,000 years. years. <laughs> Where... As any true diner will. I agree. Yeah. I'm saying. So you guys are standing here in front of these community stores, and you came from R1, which is a little bit northeast. Uh, that is the room that Orid first brought you into. That's one of the, like, the, you kind of gathered one of the community housing areas. Behind you is, you see uh, children sitting inside through the windows with um, an older half-elf woman sitting at the head of the room reading from a book. You see you are standing just beside a tent, some bedrolls, and uh, across the street to the east is a bonfire with a few other members sitting around it. And that's pretty much what you can see from here to the west of you. You can see across the street and through some rubble, that big ribbed uh, metal pipe poking through that huge cave-in. It looks like the Red Ravens, when they claimed this camp, manually cleared this pipe. Um, and like I said before, they've kind of dug a trench around the camp because there's a very gentle trickle, trickle of liquid coming out of it. Uh, it doesn't smell great. And they've dug a trench around the camp to divert it away from uh, their kind of like sleeping area. Mm. And um, all around you, you see these these thick kind of haphazard looking wires strung from starting at one of these metal pyres that holds the black concrete ceiling up above your heads to one of the houses, to another house, to another house. And there are these kind of industrial looking lanterns hanging from them. They don't have any fire in them, but they're lighting the area. And these are strung haphazardly all throughout the camp to light the whole thing. And they, you see they go into the house and these bulbs in the ceilings of these rooms have them as well. So, Magic. Sure. I do recognize yeah, yeah, it. It's, it's, it's light bulbs. It's, li- it's light bulbs. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Ord has walked off. You saw him go towards the far eastern side of the camp, um, and you saw him enter that building uh, just past the bonfire, R5. Uh, so, uh, what are the feelings of the group about uh, the uh, eco-terrorism? Billy wants to roll to make bombs. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Has not even said a word, sits down and starts making bombs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, it. obviously, uh, horse girl over here. She is ready to Our do this. Horse girl. Horse girl. <laughs> horse girl. How dare you? I'm not Le a fille, centaur. Le fille de cheval. Le fille de cheval. The girl of horse. The girl of horse. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, all right. Uh, so, Amanda, what did you roll on your nature check? I rolled a 15. And my so you- plus four. I have, na- I have a plus four in nature. And I'm proficient. Oh, so you you got a nineteen? Okay, I got so a 19. you got a twenty-one, right? Uh, would that be a twenty-one if I'm proficient you, and I have the plus four? Yeah. yeah, you rolled a nat fifteen. You said. Yep. Plus six. Yep. Yeah, so twenty-one. So 21. you can roll. Uh, you can roll one d eight, and that is the amount of bombs that you make Ooh. to fit in your pouch. Love it. I love that power. Love this mechanic. So I was so excited mechanic. to use this mechanic. This is a mechanic that Amanda and I made up when we first sat down and started planning okay. out Billy. Oh, so I was going to say, what about not, Satyrs makes them It's not bomb. a real... <laughs> it's Satyrs not are real. just innate bomb makers. This is it's a, from my past in blowing up bom- uh, like dams and stuff. Exactly. I just like have a... Tight, tight. That's so funny. This is a very silly like homebrew nonsense rule. Yes. Perfect. So you, uh, Amanda, you have um, eight 
bombs yes. that can do 2d6 fire damage. Fuck yeah, Love baby. It, uh, to either, you know, items or people. So this is a mechanic that we ruled for Amanda, um, and I'll kind of go through it for you guys so you understand it. She rolls a d20 plus her nature, um, and because it's a nature check, she's proficient in nature, she can use that. On a 2 through 9, she makes 1d4's worth of bombs. On a 10 through 15, she makes 1d6's worth of bombs. And on a 16 through 20 and up, 1d8's worth of bombs. On a nat 20, she fills her pouch, which I can't remember what we determined her pouch could fit. I think 8 or 9. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um, And starting out, each bomb will do 2d6 fire damage. Every two points her nature bonus goes up, she can add a d6 to that damage. Holy shit. So, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's basically like a crafting skill. Um, We didn't put a time constraint on the crafting. We kind of have said that she's, through her travels, she's constantly collecting the materials, which is why when she says she wants to check her bomb bag or fill her bomb bag, she just, yeah, she can roll and that's what's happened since then. That's amazing. DIY bombs. It's a very fun mechanic. I'm very excited she's finally getting to use it. Yeah. Um, It's also a big hat tip to whichever Zelda game it was where you could pick up bomb flowers and yeah. stick them in your couch. <laughs> yeah, so you guys were, I'm sorry, you guys were having a conversation about whether or not you were thinking of helping Orid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> normally, I'm not really into this kind of thing, but this sounds chaotic and kind of stupid, and that, I don't know, I don't have anything to do 900 years in the future, might as well. Oh, you're visible now, by the way. Yes, yeah. I oh, do. hey, JP. <laughs> uh, hello. I could see you the whole time. I'm just kidding. Ayla, how are, how are you feeling? Nervous, but okay. Okay, Maido, are you into the uh, blow up the power plant or whatever they are yeah. doing? Yeah, it sounds like something that would be narratively satisfying enough to send us back to our own time, so I'm into Neat. that. I turn around and I'm just like, we will join you! We will join the resistance. Yeah, no, or it is uh, like behind a door in a house and there's like three people anyway. around that bonfire that you can see across the street who are just like what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> i turn back to the group and i'm like all right i think they know we're, we're in i'll tell him later it's fine <laughs> so you guys are standing here having this conversation and um fairly quickly like 10 or so minutes goes by and uh Orid comes back out of that house uh the next block over and comes jogging over to you and he kind of looks you all over and he says okay yeah we we discussed it, and we actually think that you would be an enormous help to us on this mission. There's two parts oh, of it. Oh, oh, oh. It does not bode well when we are the big addition to this group, but okay, keep going. <laughs> I, I think you're going to agree with me uh, after I, I give you the rundown. So um, let uh, come with me to the planning building, and I'll give you uh, the full scoop on what's going to happen. Um, are you following him? Yes. yes. Yeah. Cool. He starts to lead you towards R5 on your map, which is, to the listener, a building over the block over uh, where where it just came out of. And as you guys are on your way over, you are about halfway through that kind of courtyard between those buildings in this next block when an enormous commotion erupts. You hear screaming, you hear heavy footsteps on metal, and out of that sewage grate come running two humans, two young-looking humans, both wearing big stuffed backpacks, one carrying a duffel bag in his arms, running and screaming and waving their arms. And as they run through, very quickly, you see why. Behind them come rushing 
five giant sewer rats. Oh. The size of large dogs. Those are big sewer rats. Boulder the size of a small boulder. (laughs) Not a boulder. What a throwback. You see the three people at the bonfire immediately shoot up and run behind you towards the eastern side of the camp. You see the schoolhouse where the chil- you saw the children inside being taught. The half-elf woman closes the blinds and the lights go out and you see people all around camp scattering and getting into buildings where they can. Urid and Tolith, who comes running up behind you, run forward shouting for people to get back. What do you guys do? How many people are... Uh, we can't really see that far. You just have seen pretty much all of the other pedestrians like rushing into houses and trying to find safety. Oh, okay. I was going to say how many of them are like fighting or about look ready to fight. So them. far, only Tolith and Urid. All right. I unsheath my sword. Yeah, I brandish my spear. And move towards the rats. Yeah. Isla and Billy. Just looking through my inventory what I got. Yeah, as a magic user, this is not going to be a whole lot of fun Yeah, for me. because I feel like I just don't want to use magic to give us away or anything. Oh, yeah. gosh. Do you know what? Can I... How tall is R3, the schoolhouse? Is it it's like one, one story. story. Could I get up on that roof? Yes. Uh, it's... Uh, well, we're about to oh, roll initiative, okay. and that's more than double okay. your speed. Now everybody's trying oh. to get up on roofs. <laughs> Everybody wants to be a dragon slayer, okay? okay. I'm going to run Christ. towards... You're running towards it? Yep. I just want to yeah. know if you're all engaging. So let's roll yes. initiative yeah. then. Five. Oh, Christ alive. I rolled a 13. Oh, I rolled three, a half one. Seven. Okay. So you guys rush forward with Tolith and Orid all brandishing something or other. And one of the rats jumps forward at Orid, who is leading the pack. And this rat goes in for a bite at Orid's leg. It's not going to hit. So it goes in for a bite at Ord's leg, and Ord swiftly kicks it away. Uh, second rat does the same to you, JP. Uh, does a uh, seven hit? No. Okay. What? Where are we? In in the middle of R3, R2, that square. Yeah, you guys have come back to that first block. Uh, you're kind of standing in front of that community storage house again. Cool. The two people who came running through with backpacks have long gone and gotten into a building. Uh, and next, that will be Billy. All right, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do an unarm I'm gonna do the ram, so I'm okay. gonna like it's an unarmed strike. Okay, it's like one just against any random rat. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm just looking at I haven't rammed anyone yet. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's first ram. Aww. Eighteen. Eighteen. That definitely hits. I mean, and then it's a one plus your strength mod. Four damage. Good. Cool beans. That was rat number three, who is the next in the initiative. He's going to go right back at you, Billy, with a bite. Ow. Does a 15 hit. Yeah, that 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 hits. That's correct. So that's going to be three piercing damage. Ow. Gets a nice big chomp on you. Uh, and next in the order is Orid. I should not have designed an encounter where I roll 90% of the initiative. <laughs> um, and Orid is going to take, he pulls a machete off of his hip and he's going to take a swing at them. He rolled a crit fail. He can't, he tries really hard. He tries to whip it out from behind him, but it gets stuck under the metal latch. You know how they have those like metal snaps that keep them closed? Yeah. Um, he gets it stuck and can't quite get it out in time. Um, oh, he cuts his whole leg off. Cuts his whole leg. Uh, another you rat. You get one chance to make a first impression, buddy. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm trying, okay? Uh, and next in the order is another one of the rats who's going to run up and try to bite Isla. Be strong, Ew. Isla. 
Uh, it's going to be uh, 13 to hit. Does not do it. Cool. Uh, you swiftly dodge out of the way as this rat comes lumbering towards you. And next in the order is Tolith, who's going to uh, swing his big makeshift warhammer at them. It's He's literally holding a lead pipe that he screwed two heavy metal um, attachments onto. 19 plus 7 to hit. He definitely hits. And that's going to be 1d6 plus 4 damage to that rat. He's going to go at the one that tried to get you, Isla. My hero. So that's going to be 6 damage to that rat. And that rat is looking heavily bloodied. He has for sure broken this rat's jaw. Next in the order is JP. Uh, I will also attack the rat that came at me. Okay. Nope, it's a crit fail. Okay. <laughs> Off to a rousing start. It do be like that sometimes. Next in the order is Isla. Um, I'm going to take my dagger and try to finish the one, the bloody rat okay. that tried to go after me. Sure. It's a 19. Definitely hits. Okay. The top number, right? Mm-hmm. Two, four. So yeah, you... You get this dagger right in this rat's neck, and it drops dead. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, next in the order is Mido. Okay, I'm going to use an unarmed strike so that I can use a key point and use flurry of blows. Okay. Oh, no, I'm going to use my spear, and then I can still use flurry of blows and use two unarmed strikes after that. Okay. Are you aiming at, aiming at any particular rat? There's only one that's uh, currently fucked up. I'm going to go for the one, one of the ones that's not fucked up then, because I might kill it with three hits if if it goes well. Okay. Nope, that's six. Oh, no, wait. What did I get it? Eleven. That does not hit. That just misses. Okay. And then 13 for the first unarmed strike. Hits. And 12 for the second unarmed strike. Also hits. Yeah! Give me your so, total damage. Okay. Yes. Uh, 13 total damage. You murder this Hell rat. yeah. With my bare hands. It's like more than dead. It's double dead. I have the... When I use Flurry of Blows, I can also disengage at the end. So I'm going to Get out of there without... Okay. So I can't get hit by the next round. Okay. So, yep, you get out of there uh, dodging swiftly, and you killed the rat that was going to go next. So it's going to circle back around to the top of the initiative to rat number one, uh, who is going to once again try to get Orid. Yep. Uh, it gets Orid for three damage on Orid. Uh, the second rat is going to go after Billy, who is at the head of the group with Orid. Does an 11 hit, Billy? It does not. Okay, the rat misses, and it comes back to you, Billy. Just barely. Um, I'm going to go after the rat that just attacked me with my sickle. Okay. Sickle. Sickle. Fuck yeah. That's 1d4 slashing. Uh, oh, my God. I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, 20. Um, a uh, dirty 20. Okay, that definitely hits. Um, And then 1d4. Which is? My little baby triangle, guys. Where are you? A three. Plus. plus. Oh, plus my strength. Six. Okay. Uh, this rat is fully fucked up. Uh, you've gotten a nice big gash into it. Uh, and next in the order is the 
uh, rat number three, who is the only other one who has been damaged. He's going to try to um, go after Orid. That does not hit. And next in the order is Tolith, who's going to take a swing at that rat that just tried to get Orid. Oh, that fully hits. Where's my eight? There it is. One plus four, so five damage, but he kills it. Uh, he sends this rat flying and it cracks against a nearby wall. And next in the order is JP. Uh, There's two rats left, JP. I go for either one of them. Okay, one of them has one hit point. Neat. It is a... Uh, I'm using my rapier, so... 18. Uh, that hits, for sure. Neato. I, I am within five feet because I'm using a fucking sword on it. Is anybody else within five feet of the same rat? Uh, just Orid, I think. Neat. Is it your uh, sneak attack? Sneak attack. Um, so it's one it adds... eight plus three plus two d six. Nice. So uh, this rat's gonna die. Well, maybe not. That was a one on the one d eight. So four, I missed. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm gonna give you the one that was not damaged at all because that kills it. Woo! And so there's one rat left with one hit point. Isla, it is you. Uh, dagger again. Sure. Two. Plus your strength. Two. It, it writhes out of the <laughs> way. Yeah, you miss. Yeah. Uh, Mido. Where is it? Uh, there's one rat. I think it, it's the one that just attacked Billy. Just throw a rock at it. I'm going to throw my spear. It. Even though I could make it there with my movement speed, I'm just going to throw my spear anyway for dramatic That's effect. Reasonable. He's feeling good. Yeah, I'm just feeling myself, you know? It's a crit. It's a, it's a crit fail. Oh, my God. I, Are I you killed, kidding? I killed I want, Billy. I want this rat. <laughs> <laughs> you spear my shoulder. Ah! Oh. Ah! <laughs> uh, yeah, your spear goes flying through the crowd and uh, thunks really close to the entrance to the metal tunnel um, far across the field. Uh, and use... that brings it to the rat. Wait, do you have a bonus action? Yeah. Well, I feel bad that I fucked up. Okay. So can I, use, can I use Flurry of Blows again and go hit it again? Yeah, you can use a bonus action on a failed throw. Yeah. All right. 18 to hit. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> so we know Mido shouldn't be throwing spears. And... It's uh I'm pretty sure he has a really high six, dexterity. Six damage. That's like yeah. yeah it, I, you m completely <laughs> fucking miss it with your spear and out of just like kind of like with a shoulder shrug, you rush over and just punch it a couple times and uh send, anime it, run. send it rolling backwards. Um and these rats are dead and uh Orid steps back and wipes a little bit of sweat off his brow and Tolith kind of claps the dust and blood off his hands, and he says, Damn, these guys are pretty good. And Ord said, Yes. So, yeah. Okay. So you guys are going to help us, right? Yeah, we don't have anything oh, yeah. better to do. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, people start kind of like filing out of the little houses and, and coming and pushing the rats out of the way. Are those R-U-S's? Yes, actually. Size. Got it. <laughs> um, you guys gonna eat those? No, no, you're not. <laughs> or, it, or it claps you on the back and leads you towards the planning house. Don't, don't think about it. Oh, <laughs> oh, he is. 
and, uh, uh, they will taste fine. I will cook them for you. I'm sure they are good. Uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people here would love to try that. All right, I will come back and do that. First, the power plant. Okay, it's a good idea. First uh, heist. He leads you guys into this uh, little house where it's pretty much just like a, a one room. like It's like a studio apartment, but a house. There's this big round wooden table with all kinds of mismatched chairs sitting all around it. Strewn across the table are plans, uh, blueprints, maps, pictures of like security guards caught on CCTV, things like this. Um, and like tacked up on all of the walls are very similar items. Um, in this room is now the four of you, Orid, Tolith, Marcy, and a couple other people kind of squeezed in here, getting the prep work ready. And he runs you through the plan. Uh, he shows you a map of the city. And there's another one. <laughs> oh, did we get it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he shows you a map of the city. Uh, it's not nearly as nice as this one. It's kind of black and white, very city plans map. Um, also, please don't make fun of my very shitty map. I think it's nice. It looks great. I love it. I, like I want to get it printed as a carpet. <laughs> and oh, we can play cars fun. on it. Yeah, I want to roll my Hot Wheels around on it. So he shows you, you guys are down uh, in the southwest, a little bit north of the southern power plant. And your goal is the northern power plant, which is in the top northeast corner. Why can't our goal be the southern power plant? He walks you through this. He says, the, so the southern power plant here, where we're close to, powers the entire bottom three quarters of the city. There's not enough power oh. in that power plant to go around um, because the northern power plant charges just the top tier of the city, including the capital district. Uh, he shows you the capital is here in the north center of the city. That's your N1 is the capital building. And beside that is the capital gardens and greenhouses. And below that is the capital courthouse. Our goal is to get up to the northern power plant and sneak in and destroy the elemental power chambers to shut down the power in the capital to cause such a distraction that the federal, the private federal police call in backup from street police and create an opening for us to smuggle in contraband goods and get them down into the sewers and down to our camps. Our job is to destroy the power plant, and I think you guys should go with me to do that because of your experience with the arcane and magic users because there will be elementals and mages there. That will leave room for Tolith, Marcy, and another few people to bring in this, these contraband goods into the city with lower police forces uh, in the streets to allow Tolith and team to bring in contraband goods. Uh, everybody clear? Mm -hmm. Yes. I will run you through more of the inner workings of the power plant and stuff as we get closer to that. D do you guys have any questions before then? How heavy is the police presence in the street? It is heavier than I would like it, but the great thing about this scenario is this sewer grate that these rats just came out of is forgotten about because of the cave-in. The city doesn't know that we cleaned the cave-in up, so they don't use this sewer grate anymore. So we can use this sewer to get up into the main sewer system of Neustoria and get as close as we can to the northern power plant and then get up in the streets and uh, sneak our way to the northern power plant. My plan is for us to do all of this in the middle of the night. So the skeleton crew will be working the power plant and there'll be less people for us to possibly run into and deal with and we'll have the cover of night to get through the power plant into the containment chamber. 
Okay. Love is there, it. Is there duty in the sewer? There's duty in the sewer. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. The sewers are full of duty. Oh, I'm yeah. not going. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, it. That's Isla's that's- line. See you, pals. See you, pals. Uh, There's no duty, duty in the sewer. There's duty in the sewer. Oh, you guys are going poop surfing again. Oh, not again. Oh. And not wow. as rats this wow. time, so not as fun. What's our, do we have like a cover story as to why oh. we're there? Like, oh, do we need one? Of... I My goal is to not have to do that. I would love to figure out a way to apprehend or sneak past the security guards because we need a key card to get into the rooms anyway there's electronic locks on the doors that only a badge with a specific magnetic strip will let us in through all of What's those electric worlds nothing to me. or magnetic <laughs> <laughs> basically there are these doors that you can't use a regular key on there's a little panel on the wall next to them that if you swipe a plastic card it <clears throat> do you know what we're going to say magic and then we for, we, we will call it magic and move on. Okay. Like yeah. the Marriott? You swipe a magic card <laughs> against it. There, you have Marriott's? Wait. Yes. <laughs> no. We're um, very familiar with Marriott's. You swipe They're a magic card. this podcast. We're awards members, actually. <laughs> you just, we need a specific kind of magic card to swipe against these little panels to open the door. It's The containment chamber is very high profile, so we're going to have to get either the security guard's card or one of the uh, technician's cards. Very good. Uh, is there a curfew? Are we allowed in There's the streets after dark? No curfew. We're allowed in the streets after dark. It's, I mean, it's a lot less busy after dark, so we should have an easier time getting from where we're going to pop up. He shows you on the map. We're going to pop up around here. Uh, that'll put you about two blocks south of the northern power plant, right next to the canal that street that's bordering the town between um, the city and the canal. So you'll pop up right there Easy. at that corner. And he says, we're going to pop up in a very low population area. It's a shopping district. Ooh. Sometimes there are people out at the canal at night, but they are not going to bother us. I can assure you that. And then we'll get up to the northern power plant now. And he pulls out a another map. Uh, this guy's got maps. I assume you do not have the uh, magic card. No, I don't. That's something that only someone who works there will have. He shows you an image, and it's like a painting, but crystal clear, like in person, like this. And he shows it to you on this very thin piece of paper, and it's basically like a Google Earth image of the top-down view of this power plant. You have extremely talented artists here. Yeah. It's a p- okay. Yes, we do. This is an actual image of the power plant from the top, from the top down. So we can kind of see what we're doing here. Don't think I, about I it. Will, I was going to ask Al, but no, that's a bad idea. <laughs> Keep going. Don't I won't. think about it. Never mind. Let's just. So there's two entrances, one from the south and one from the north. The southern entrance is the main entrance. Both entrances have a security booth. You have to get past the security guard to get into the building. That's our first obstacle. There's a button we need to press in the security booth, but there will be a security guard at either entrance. The southern entrance enters into a big open area where cars can drive through and people can get in, and it's very open and very seeable. The northern entrance, however, is pretty much only used by a maintenance crew because it backs up immediately right in front of the main converter, which is a big giant metal machine that you can't get around with a vehicle. 
So I think it would be most prominent for us to come down through the northern entrance, somehow bypass that security guard and get into the gates, and then go immediately to the left or the right when you're seeing it from top down here because that topmost building is the maintenance building and that backs right into the containment chamber which is where we want to be to shut this whole thing down what is this all the way to the uh, east that's the cliffs down to the canal how hard would it be to come up those cliffs over the fence what is this outside gate fence thing like it wouldn't be hard to come up the canal but the fences are 15 feet high and topped with barbed wire. Yeah. So I think it's through yeah. the gate, under the fence, or nothing. But I think it's going to be very, very hard to dig. I think they're buried six feet underground, the posts and fence guys. Ah, uh, you have nothing to cut them? No. Okay. You have the world's fanciest pictures and nothing to cut fence with. <laughs> <laughs> what is this crazy Damn, place? Ila, tell them how you really feel. Tell them how it is. That would have been a great idea, though. You should have called us earlier. We're very smart. <laughs> I didn't call you. You appeared on my, my arcade hunt. Ah, come see, come see. <laughs> so what, I, what do you guys think of the plan? I know a lot of things are going to stump you because you're from an actual millennia ago, but... We cannot do magic up there, can we? You can't do magic up there, no. My priority is that we get in without having to use magic, but once we're in the property, they don't scan for magic because there are federal mages who keep track of the air elementals that run the containment chambers. So once we're in there, we should be home free to do small-time magic. Nothing huge, I don't think, but once we're in the containment chamber, we're going to have to apprehend the mages so we're going to have to use anything at our dispense mm. but no not in the streets and not around the campus of the power plant you guys have any other weapons and stuff lying around that we could yes i can we will take you over to the storeroom and uh we can go through what we have if you guys are not well enough equipped uh, i know a couple of you are primarily magic users yes that's you yeah. yanks he opens it. It's just like shotguns. <laughs> it says, Biv. <laughs> I'm going to vomit. Oh, you want my goods? Biv. I will take you over to the storage room if you think you're all clear on this plan. We go in through the north entrance? Yeah, do you guys have any input or suggestions or anything? Is there anything we should know to blend in? Well, probably What's we just a machine? Talk. Yeah, probably just nobody speak ever. Okay. There's a lot of things that you're not going to recognize or understand. Also, like swords and stuff are not common here. What? What? Yeah. So I would say like conceal them as best you can, but definitely bring them. Okay. And spears though. Spears. Crossbows? Shields? See, no, I would say armor. I would say yes to crossbows. Armor under your clothing. Ah, longbows, no. <laughs> but like well, spears, just, yes. Just do your best to conceal them. Uh, yeah, spears, yeah. honestly, no. But we like, say we are in a costume. There you go. Yeah, it's fine. We will walk. Yeah, we will we're... talk our way. We will make it through. We will be silent. Came from the you Renaissance Fair. Thank you. We are those new uh, nighttime costume people. Hey, you have not heard of us? <laughs> oh, whatever. We will figure it out. 
we all feel confident in that, let's head over to the storeroom and, and pick out what we're going to take tomorrow and then get a nice rest so that we can fall asleep now and wake up in the middle of the night and be ready to go. Okay. Cool. So he takes you over to the storeroom, which if you go back to your uh, Red Ravens camp is R2. Uh, you walk in past the tarp and he opens a door further into the house uh, where all of the walls are fully put together and fine. Um, this room is covered in thick metal shelves and on all of these shelves is their collection of all like weapons and armor that they've been able to collect. Um, and he says there's a couple sets of mismatched riot gear in here. There are some machetes which would act as a long sword. Um, there are some uh, police batons which would act as a club. Um, and I think there's a couple lead pipes that we've we've kind of retrofitted to be kind of like a, a battle hammer kind of deal so basically you can pick up a war hammer a short sword a club or uh riot gear which will act as chain mail it just won't be as loud but you will get disadvantage on stealth and dexterity checks and it weighs 55 pounds and also oh. it's extremely conspicuous to walk yeah. around in riot gear yeah if you wanted to pick out just like what we'll call like a chest plate to add like mm. two to your AC, you can pick out like a Kevlar vest or something like that just to give you a little more armor. I'm absolutely not proficient. Kind of a badass look. Uh, I wouldn't give you disadvantage with a Kevlar vest. Oh. If you just pick out like a chest plate, it's not going to do much. You know what I mean? I would I would classify that as like heavy leather, like chest armor. Neat. So we can do that and do I'll like throw that on on under a yeah hoodie. So I would do that uh, as just plus two to your AC. Oh my god, I'm gonna be untouchable. Can I take a Jamie. sword? A yes. machete? Yes. So that'll be a short sword mm -hmm. in your inventory. Yes, Mike. Can I um unscrew one of the lead pipes from the hammerhead and treat it as a bow staff because I have proficiency with that? Sure. So that that'll be less conspicuous maybe than my spear. Yeah, you grab an awkwardly long-looking, uh, like, handmade battle hammer, and you screw off the, like, heavy pipe fittings on the top and uh, swing it around a little as a bow staff, and Ored's like, oh, damn, hell yeah. Innovative. Is there anything garrot-like? Um, you could probably fashion that out of what's in here and the regular storeroom. Like, they have, like, electrical equipment and stuff to kind of do their own wiring, and then they have... Um, you know, like pipe materials and stuff like that. You could probably fashion a garrote, but I don't know what to class that as. Yeah, I was just gonna. What? Um, it's something to choke people with. It's this alley. Oh. You get it around their necks and. Um, um, Billy, are you picking anything up? Is there anything left? Yeah, there's plenty of stuff. There's a couple more machetes. There's one or two more of those hammers made from lead pipes. Uh, there's a couple of those police batons, and there's another Kevlar vest. The vest would be good. Okay. So that would be plus two. Okay, yeah, I want that, because I have very little hit points. Uh, Orid sees you two pick up the Kevlar vests, and he's like, uh, you should just wear those like fully under your clothes, because they do say New Story of Police on the back. <laughs> that's, not, that's not great for our vibe right now. <laughs> I am wearing a Harry Styles treat people with kindness sweatshirt, Fuck by yes. the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't My know what that means. My t-shirt just says Allie college just on it, so. Allie oh. just shoehorned treat people, or Harry Styles Harry in Sty my world. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I think you were wearing a really... Oh, you were wearing a Forever 21 shirt that said, Clean this bitch with a picture yes. of Mr. Clean on it. Yes. That's right. Love that. If we Damn. happen to be next to the place where we got clothes before, I'm also going to grab a sweatshirt in case it gets chilly. Sure. Good for you. You Good do thing. that. And it is going to say treat people with kindness. Yeah, you do that. You're wearing a Harry Styles tour shirt. Yay. Um, you guys do notice that like pretty much all of the clothes that you've picked out are darker colors, and it seems like that is on purpose, exactly for situations like this, where it says, uh, okay, awesome. You guys seem to have everything picked out. Do you think that you're like all good to go? I think I so. I am feeling good. I cannot thank you guys enough. This is going to be awesome. Um, if you want to pick a spot and set up camp, all of our cots and bedrolls are full. Um, but you're welcome to set up camp wherever you can. You guys do have like all of your bags yeah. and things with you, yeah. um, except whatever you think you probably left on Camille's cart. Oh, I hope Camille's okay. I we slept know. on hay last night, so I think we'll you be okay on the on ground. Um, I will come and wake you up when it's time to go, but let's all get a nice long rest in for this, okay? Okay. Okay. Sleepy, sleepy times. Uh, where do you guys set up camp? Where we're standing, probably. Yeah, just right in front of the storehouse. Okay. Um, and you do notice that um, after the rats chased those guys out of the tunnel, uh, they went back in and closed these big makeshift metal bar gates inside, so nothing will come through. Um, it was just a matter of them getting out the hell out of the way. So you guys set up camp in the center of that little uh, western block, and you get your nice long rest in. And you're going to level up to five because it has been a fucking minute. Yeah! Hey, it's your DM, Jamie. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you liked it. As always, if you are liking what you're hearing, please go ahead and subscribe to us wherever it is you get your favorite podcasts, and make sure to leave us a rating and review. It would be an enormous help, and we would super appreciate it. If you are not already following us on Twitter and Instagram, we are at AAdventureCast, and we always make sure to give you a trailer for the new episode and keep you updated on things to come. So go ahead and give us a follow there, and if you're going to post anything about the show, make sure to use the hashtag AttemptedAdventureCast, as well as tagging us so we can see it. I am so excited for you to continue hearing more episodes of Attempted Adventure Woven, and as always, friends, I will catch you in the next one. Bye!